Hey, friends, and welcome to a very special episode of the Green and Growing podcast. It is episode 100. 100. Like, it's kind of crazy to wrap. Yeah, to wrap a hundred episodes of the Green and Growing podcast. Um, I will say, I still remember when Sarah Nurswick introduced, like, brought it out to the world on Instagram that she was going to do a podcast. I was sitting out on my deck. It was a summer night. I remember this so clearly. And she was like, I got a surprise. Tune in at 6 p.m. And I was like, I'm not missing out on this. A surprise and from Sarah. So I went on and then she was like, um, it was when first Fridays were still a thing, first Friday webinars, which some people know about and some people don't, but it was like when Sarah was first egg teacher how to's was sharing information on the first Friday of the month. And um, Sarah was just talking about how she needed a place to kind of keep those recordings and have it be available to everyone. And so that is where the podcast started. And now we're here. So that was when Sarah was doing it all by herself. Now we got the team, the team's all here, the gang's all here. So I'm looking at Sarah's face right now and Laura's face and Cassidy's face. Um, And we're just going to share a few of our favorite things from this year. We're just going to answer some fun teacher questions um, because y'all really like the hot seat when I, when I put up my friends on the hot seat here. So I'm going to ask them some questions about teaching um, and we'll wrap it up. So first question for my sweet G&G team friends is what has been your favorite memory from Green and Growing this year? Um, thinking about, we've had a lot of different things. Um, could be the podcast, virtual coffees, team retreat, um, summer germinate, winter germinate, any of the things. So Cassidy, I'm going to call on you first to share what you, what you think your favorite one was. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know that everybody knows this, but I'm coming up on being a part of the team for one year in like, I think, I think it's this week. I'm not joking. Like, I think this week is one year. So for me, like having been a part of this team for a year has just been super awesome. I get to be around these super great people who have brilliant ideas 100% of the time um, and funny laughter moments. Um, But more than anything, like I think um, I really, really enjoyed the Marigold Meetup at National Convention because not only did I get to see like some of my favorite people um, in the GNG community that I've grown really close to, but I got to see other people that I've never met in real life before. So I had met Sarah, I'd met, you know, Elsie, uh, Laura, um, Kendra, I'd met some of them before and some of the other teachers from my state. But when I got to national convention and I was meeting like Cam Frazier and Jason gave me the biggest hug I've ever got in my life. And like, I just think that that's super cool that I literally don't know very much about these people except for what I see on the internet. And they still acted like they were my best friend and were supporting me 100% of the way. And she's not lying when she says Jason gives the biggest hug. Like it is chef's kiss squeezy hug so wonderful (laughs) 
All right, Laura, you are up next, friend. Okay, so it was actually, I was gonna like convention, the Marable meetup was the best. And I think it's like cool because everybody is, like I think by definition we would call ourselves strangers because none of us had met before, but because like we meet at virtual coffee every month because we have that consistency within our community, we have that trust already without having to be physically face to face, which is cool. Um, but something that I loved and it came out of nowhere, I love the happy hours at Germinate, uh, and I've always been a big fan of the trivia one with Hannah. But the scavenger hunt one this year was super fun. And I, from my side, because I didn't participate <laughs> and I just got to watch everybody compete. And so it was really fun, like being on the side of watching all these like different personalities come through and like super competitive and then super creative all at the same time. Um, and then I know, I guess, I guess I'm not picking one, but I also really enjoyed the retreat. And I say that because that is the time where we had a lot of really cool ideas that are going to start coming to fruition. And it just makes me really excited for the year that we have ahead. Yeah, so many great ideas that came out of our retreat when we got together in Maryland as a team. Um, and literally, we're just like, word vomiting all the thoughts and brainstorming all the thoughts and moving through all of the all of our thoughts to like, how do we actually make this happen? Sarah, what was your favorite thing from this year? So mine is uh, out there, which if you know me is right on brand. Um, so mine is just the consistency we've had in 2021 um, of having, well, like since this is, you know, like the past year, the past just GNG, like we started, I was very inconsistent. That is just one of my like, I don't know, things. And we like got super intentional, especially when Hannah came on the podcast and like kind of like Hannah was the first one to really join the team um, and be on, you know, like way back in the day. And she flew to Georgia and we were like, okay, we're doing this. She's coming from her podcast to our podcast. And that was kind of like when Casey and uh, when Kendra Callahan and Laura Crosby joined the team, that's when the ball started rolling of consistency. And we leaned so hard into consistency this year of virtual coffees, podcasts every Wednesday, emails every Thursday, virtual coffee. I, I mean, Germinate is like, you have a live session, you have a panel, you have this. And that is why the consistency is what bred the relationships that we are experiencing. We just got off virtual coffee call and literally I feel like they're all my best friends. And like it, I met Jason just throwing about Jason because he just taught us. I met Jason for the first time at the airport and we're like, okay, let's share an Uber. And like we had dinner and we didn't stop talking like at all. And we'd never met each other in person. It, well, we met at, you know, Marigold meetup, but that happens because of time and time again, it's like little deposits. You think about investments, like your dollar is not just going to stay a dollar. It's going to continue to compound and compound. And that trust has been built over consistency of GNG. Um, and something else, favorite thing that, um, I get to experience every Monday is our team meetings and it's magical. I, I don't know what else to say. Like if you've ever, you hear the word meeting and you cringe, 
I hear the word team meeting and I'm like, can we have them every day? Because the people that the G&G team is comprised of from the interns and everybody lights up my day. Even if we're having bad days, we share that. If we're having good days, we share that. Um, and it goes back to consistency. And I think that's what's really made the team strong. And if you think Germinate is better than it was before, by golly, it's because of the team and consistency. I 100% agree with that in that just as a team, it's been really cool to be able to each have our areas too that are our zone of genius where we just function at a really, really high level um, and having those other team members who are able to do the things that maybe we don't enjoy as much or are not as, as good at. Um, I'll say that my favorite thing this year has been being able to have the space and um, new systems in place to really support our speakers for Germinate um, and seeing speakers come to me with an idea um, that they maybe think is really small um, or maybe they think might not have an impact as we're talking about it and then seeing them put together a session um, and put compile their takeaways and have that session go out and have it be something that that other teachers are raving about um because one it makes me feel so proud of that teacher to be willing to share with others um but i also really love to see the belief and the confidence built in that um in that speaker and while this is whole this whole process is happening i'm able to build relationships with agriculture teachers um that that I wouldn't have otherwise. And so that has been one of my favorite things this year is just being able to be that support person and just being really intentional and having that time and space to to really make sure that our our speakers are feeling supported. Um, and I feel so passionate about that because I think there's been other conferences that I've been a part of where where there isn't support for the speakers. It's like put something together and we'll see we'll see on the day of the conference. Um, and that might work for some people, but other people, it, it just doesn't, it feels like a face or, or a place where they may be set up for failure. Um, and so I love our, how we have it, how, yeah, there may, Sarah just said there may or may not be a projector. <laughs> we just had our state conference and that's how it was. It was like, bring your own projector. Cause we don't know what's happening. <laughs> which is so much stress. And so I'm happy that we can have a space for speakers to share um, and it not be stressful. Um, okay, one thing in G&G, &G, let's say someone is new, they just have found us on Instagram. What is your one piece of advice for them? Um, Cassidy, you can go first, friend. Okay, um, so like social media has kind of been my baby from GNG aspect um, for the past year. And so if they just found us on Instagram, then number one, I hope that you take a few minutes and just kind of like scroll back. I know like this sounds strange, but like stalk the Insta page, y'all. Go back and like old things, go back and save them. Because one thing that we, like when Sarah was saying that we were trying to be really consistent this year is that that includes our social media. So for us, 
Every Tuesday and Thursday is new ideas and reposts from um, Instagram that we found from other teachers. So these are lesson ideas or FFA community service projects or things like that. So there's those all throughout the feed this year. Um, there's Instagram reels that have, you know, funny things that allow you to get to know us. Um, and then also I personally like the idea that you can turn on um, uh, if you're like really interested in keeping up with things, you can turn on notifications or if you're like super not into that, then that's cool too. Um, and then last but not least is the link in our bio is our website. Um, and that has all the goods. So not only are you checking out the website, um, but you're also checking out all of the fun resources that are on our social media as well. Cassidy was the perfect person to pick to answer that question first because she's our social media queen. And so she's like, this is your checklist of things you need to do. So if you just note the time on the podcast right now, pause it when you get to work or when you get home and make yourself a little checklist, a little to-do list on what to do. Elsie or Sarah, do y'all have any other suggestions for um, someone who has just found us on social media. Elsie is, she's ready, friends, be ready. Okay, here's my soapbox slash TED talk. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Um, I know it can feel very overwhelming as a new teacher, like, oh, I don't know, like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to ask. Just ask, and somebody's going to help guide you in that process of getting the answer that you need. Um, but then also on the flip side of that, share your ideas. And just because you're a new teacher does not mean that your ideas are not valuable. Um, you're, you're a new teacher, and so you probably have a lot of really, really cool ideas that someone 20 years in can use. And so ask questions, but also don't be afraid to share because you have something to offer in um, the ag ed community and the G&G world too. Sarah, anyone else? No. Yes, Sarah. Sure, sure. So here's my thought, friend, new friend to the G&G world, whether you're a newbie or you know, you're a veteran teacher and you just found us, welcome. Um, you, we have, we have some pillars here that we've been working on and thinking through. So I'm going to tell you then. So secrets are out. You discovered us. You found, found us somehow. I don't know how you found them. That would be a really cool thing to find out, like how people find us. Is it, is it through Instagram? Is it through the podcast? Like where the heck did you find us from? The next step for G&G people is to connect. There are so many ways you can connect with teachers. and. I listen to a, um, a teacher podcast that's just random teachers. There's like pre-K teachers, kindergarten, you know, everybody. And they're all like, we feel so alone. I'm not going to say it's a choice that you're alone because you are inundated and you have a lot of work to do, but there are options for you to not feel alone. And the, the whole thing you have to do is kind of like what Elsie said, is just ask or just show up, just take a risk. G&G would not exist if risks were not taken. Hannah was talking about first Friday webinars. I bought Zoom before Zoom was cool. Like bought a Zoom account, had a Zoom account, and I got on with like three people and taught them about things. 
I remember when you told us all, you were like, there's this really cool thing called Zoom. And this is what you can do on Zoom. I feel so like that wasn't that that was not that long ago. It was 2018. 2018 is when First Friday Open R started because I did it in my son's nursery and he is about to turn four. So like take a risk and connect. And there are so many ways we talk about virtual coffee. Like right now there's virtual coffee that is completely free for you to show up to. We're doing a book, you know, we're doing a book, uh, reading this week, like grab the book, come to the thing, learn from Brooke, send us a DM. I know somebody recently sent us a DM about a certain CDE they wanted to do, or, Hey, I heard you guys say something on stories like connect. We are here and we will find you the right answer. I just said on virtual coffee, like G&G's job, we are just like, you know, the people, okay. The people I'm talking to, new people don't know this. Okay. Little, little kids who were born in like 2000s who are now ag teachers. I'm so old. You know, the, the women, okay. Way back in the day who used to connect the phones, phone lines, like somebody called and be like, operator, the operators, like that is our job. We're just saying somebody has a question about nursery landscape. Us four, we don't know what we're talking about. And we just, we operate her. Okay, we got our friend over here. Let's go send you to Jacqueline. You know, like connect, connect and take, take a stab, like, and risk something. Just like we, we tell people to, to, to ask people for help. Like we would not be spending our free time doing virtual coffee writing blog posts, writing social media. Oh, we would not be doing that if we didn't care deeply about you and care deeply about getting you the right answers. Okay. So those of you above 30 understand what I'm talking about. Those of you below 30, please go online and look up switchboards and operators and landlines. Um, so you get that connection for later. Oh my gosh, Cassidy is literally looking it up. They are children, Hannah. We are too old. Sarah, I think you missed in the chat, but I I am baffled right now. That is not something I was aware of. <laughs> All right, I am too old. <laughs> Don't group me in with you. <laughs> um, you were born right. in the 90s and that I is was. unacceptable. I'm sorry. 19, I was just into 1990, you know? Alrighty, friends, <laughs> three days into 1990. I have a couple just fun teacher questions for you. Um, so the first question is if you could take your students, your, your students that are well-behaved and you would trust on a field trip to anywhere in the world, where would you take them? anywhere in the world the kiddos that are like not they're gonna be on task they're gonna do all the good things you don't have to worry they're your like your own children sarah where are you bringing those kids that's a great question um i am unsure the first thing that popped in my mind was disney world now hear me out friends they have a really good like tour 
for both the animal science side and the plant science side because you can like go behind the scenes in Animal Kingdom and then in Epcot you can do like behind the scenes with all the plant science stuff. So there's where I'm going. And also it's Disney World. So like hello. Um, and then like if I said going to a different country or something, maybe like New Zealand. I've, I know a lot of people studied abroad in New Zealand from college and they talked a lot about agriculture out there and like how different it is and how beautiful it is. Um, so maybe, maybe there, but probably Disney World, a little safer bet. Laura, where are you bringing those middle schoolers? My, my zone of genius is not the wonder. <laughs> I'm like, wow, Sarah, like really have a big plan. Um, I, I immediately went to the oyster farm that Kara taught us about at Germany. <laughs> and I say that also because I read a book last fall called Eat Like a Fish. And it's about like, um, like algae farming and like the kelp farming, kelp farming, not algae farming, kelp farming. And so I was like super intrigued and like the nerd in me, like, guys, let's go learn about kelp farming. Uh, lots of really great benefits I've learned from kelp farming, lots of money in kelp farming. So it could be a plan B option for myself. Um, and then for funsies, I'm like, I want to take these kids hiking. Like we're going to go see the not I guess you wouldn't hike there but the big trees and the redwoods I think that'd be fun go see some trees call it forestry call it education but we're there for hiking Kara has sent me a little itinerary and you could do oysters and then just drive right up to the redwoods so that is a viable option Cassidy where are you bringing those kiddos um, so number one, I recognize that I was really spoiled in college. I studied abroad twice, um, and did my student teaching in Belize. So that was really, really awesome. Um, I got to study abroad in Hungary. Um, and like we spent 12 days there traveling the whole country. So that's like, you know, roughly the size of like, I don't know, Oklahoma or something or Tennessee, but, um, we spent 12 days touring. And one thing that I thought was really, really cool um, was how a lot of that country is still very much developing. Um, so their conventional farming looks like our conventional farming 150 years ago. Um, so for me, I thought it was really cool to see that like one person in a 50 mile radius has a refrigerator. So everyone else goes to the market every single day and so like when I went to the market, you would see there was like a section for meat and a section for vegetables. And like to me, that was just crazy because that's nothing like what I've ever seen before. Um, and I think it would be like a shell shocker for all of my students. Um, and I think every kid should have to experience that sometime in their life is like to be shocked at what other people can do. Um, so for me, I'm absolutely I'm taking them out of the country. We're going to Europe. Um, we're going to the big, beautiful country, tiny, beautiful country of Hungary. Um, and I, yeah, that's where I'm going. I'd love to go back. It was beautiful. Hear me out. I, we were talking about this at lunch a while back. Sounds amazing to go to other countries. 
Agriculture in the U.S. is so different from place to place. So I want to like start in Alaska and like stay there for a few days. And then I don't know if there's a flight from Alaska to Hawaii, but if there is, I want to take that. And then I want to go to like Texas or someplace where it's not like Minnesota at all, at all. And then like up to the East Coast and do something like Maine or whatever else. I got, we have a pretty good Midwest feel. So I just need the, the outer. Um, that would be one that I would want to do. Yeah, maybe not a car. I want to fly in a plane though. I don't want to drive in a car. <laughs> not a cross. Plane for sure. Four flights. It would be great. Um, <laughs> if I took them out of the country, selfishly, I really want to go to Iceland, but I don't really know. Like, I feel like it would probably need to be more like a natural resources or like an environmental field trip versus like a hardcore agriculture field trip. Alrighty. This is a question my student asked me two days ago and I like couldn't, I was like, I need to get back to you on that. So you might, <laughs> might need a little bit of time to think, but if you could pass on any wisdom to your students, what would you share? If you could pass on any wisdom to your students, what would you share? He asked, my student asked specifically about relationship advice. Now he is in a committed relationship, 11th grade student. He loves his girlfriend, but he was like, what is some advice that you have? And my advice to him was that if you're only partially in that relationship and it doesn't really feel good or like, it's just not like, you're like, maybe they'll be nicer one day just be done. It's not worth wasting the time. So that's what I told him. And he's like, that is some very good advice. And I was like, it doesn't, it's not my greatest, but that's what I got. So Miss Laura, I know you have middle schoolers. So what is the wisdom that you would pass on to them? That's a really great question. Um, I was going to the two things that I teach my kids now. I feel like, cause that's like, as a teacher, this is where I'm at. Um, and my goal, like under all the content, under all of the routines and expectations, um, I always challenge my students to find the good, um, whether it's in people or in a situation, life is going to be hard. You're going to have teachers you don't like, you're going to have coworkers you don't like, you're going to have people in your classroom that you don't like. Um, but you have to find the good in each of those. And I challenged one of my students one time, just in a specific instance, they were really upset with another teacher. And I had the conversation of like, okay, but you have to remember that that teacher is a person too. Like they're a real human being. They're not a perfect teacher because first of all, they're like a new teacher. They've never done this before. And I was like, newsflash, I don't know if you guys know this, but they don't teach us in college how to be a great teacher. Like, it's not like you don't, I don't feel like you gain those skills until you're in a classroom. And I said, you have to be patient with them. I said, something you can do is one, I want you to go in that classroom and I want you to sit there and not say anything. And I want you to, to find the good things in that teacher. I said, it might be hard for you. It might, it might take you some time, but there is good in there and you just have to find it. Um, and just giving them that challenge to find that perspective of like, we're all human beings. Like, you have this expectation that your teachers are perfect and we're not. Um, 
or you think that this scenario or this task or whatever is going to be perfect and then it fails, but there's still good in that. So challenging them um, to find the good in that. And then also kid comes to me and asks me a question or wants me to give them an answer. And I always tell them, be a problem solver. Um, because I, like my job as a teacher is not to enable you. And I say, nope, go figure it out. Go figure it out. Be a problem solver. And I think that that's because that's what Mama Crosby always taught me. She would say, be a problem solver, figure it out. And so I'm thankful because I was upset as a kid when she told me that. But now as an adult, I know how to problem solve. And that's a good life skill. So find the good and be a problem solver. If y'all are new to Green and Growing, Mama Crosby just has some real truth bombs that she'll drop every once in a while. So we appreciate her, <laughs> her wisdom as well. Sarah, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So my students did an activity that I got from Cam last week where they made their own FFA emblems and one of my kids like literally like I say what she said all the time now and it's not something I haven't said before but it makes it's an easy thing to like teach anybody so she wrote on her emblem be proud of your progress and on the back she wrote I need to remind myself that little progress is still progress and I was like this little freshman I like wanted to cry. And that's the thing is like, what are you doing to progress forward today? What's the one thing that you're doing? It doesn't have to be like, I'm gonna run a marathon, even though if you're Laura Crosby, you are, but like good for her, not for me, right? Maybe it's me staying in my plank a little longer at my pure bar class, or maybe it's me taking a second to myself when I want to just yell at my kids or, you know, reading a book while I'm frustrated at school and using self-regulation tips that I learned from Brie. You know, what is this progress that I can help myself? Because we are never going to stop changing and growing. And as someone who, you know, I did college, did grad school, started my career, got married, had kids, moved states, moved schools twice, you know, like you're never arriving at a destination. Like it might always seem like, oh, like banquet. Okay. Check mark. We got there. There's always something else after it. So being, being more focused on the journey, right? Like it's the progress that matters. I know I remember this story and then I'll stop. So I had a team who won nationals and we were so excited. They were just like elated for themselves. And it was so cool because I knew they won before they knew they won secretly. And um, so I got to see them really like sink it in. And afterwards they were like, well, you know, like nobody really cares anymore. I mean, just like the Super Bowl next week, nobody's really going to care after they win. I mean, there'll be a parade and then it's like, all right, season, preseason, when's the draft happening? So focusing on the journey and the progress and all those things, and they still talk to each other. They're still friends and they're graduating college this year because of the things they started when they were sophomores in high school. And it was because of the journey. So like living in the moment, living in the moment, 
and remembering that progress, even if it's a little progress, is progress and be proud, be proud of the progress that you're making, even if it's like you finally turned in one assignment on time. Honey, that's progress and I am proud of you. I love that. Cassidy, what do you have to share? Um, I guess I kind of have two things. Um, number one kind of builds off of what Sarah's talking about, just because uh, there's this quote that I, I don't, I read it one time and like it stuck with me ever since. And it's my favorite. And it's by Albert Einstein. And he, you, you know, Albert Einstein is a genius. He's like one of the most well-known, incredibly incredible brains in the entire world history, right? So he has this quote and it says, I have no special talents. I am only passionately curious. And to me, that really sticks out because like this man is a literal genius. Incredible, right? E equals MC squared and so on. And he's sitting here trying to say, I have no special talents. And to me, like, that's just crazy because obviously the man is talented, but he's saying like, no one thing is his one talent. He is just passionately curious. He's always moving for, forward. He's always making changes, always trying to get better. Um, and so for me, like when I was little and I would always ask why a million times a day, my parents would answer me every time, even if they didn't know the answer, they'd say, I don't know, you go find out. And to me, like that was, that was super awesome. And just trying to like train that into myself that I have to keep moving forward. So yes, I agree with Sarah. But then also, um, number two is, um, especially right now, because if you don't, like, if high schoolers and middle schoolers can't do this now, then they may not be able to do it later. And that's fine, your people. Um, to me, that matters so much. Uh, it's hard. It's hard in middle school. It's harder in high school. Um, and finding those people that are actually your people, not people who think that you're, they're your people, like, they're actually there to help encourage you and to inspire you and to support you. Um, and those, those are the ones, whether it's, you know, kids that are your same age, or if it's that teacher and you don't have somebody at home or you have a mentor at church or whatever it is, finding those people now are going to be the ones that keep moving you forward um, in the future. And uh, that's a really big deal because in life, you always have to have your people. 100%. Um, and I just, I, you said it very well. <laughs> I love that we have this group of people within Green and Growing that it just feels so supportive. Um, and some of the people I've never met in person, um, some of you I have been able to hug in person, but um, having those people where when maybe it does feel lonely or when you do are second guessing yourself or feeling like you're in a little bit of a rut to be able to to help you um continue down that path of being in a pr profession and in um and loving that profession and being able to still find joy in it um when it is a little bit difficult um alrighty, i have a couple of fun questions speed round you can't you can't think about it you just need to answer so have your mics on and ready to answer are you ready in which hogwarts house would you be sorted sarah hufflepuff laura i'm 
Ravenclaw. <laughs> Cassidy. Somehow every test I've ever taken says Gryffindor. So take with that what you will. I want to be in Gryffindor, but <laughs> Sarah made me take a test and I don't want to tell you guys the results. <laughs> she be a Slytherin. <laughs> I honestly, I can see it. I can yeah. see it. No, I can't. Make a little snake. I didn't. I knew that was. Um, I didn't. I was very committed to getting the right answer on the test. So focused, and then when I answered it wrong, she. It was not fun. Okay. Um. Okay. One song that you make your students listen to. So, a song that's on your playlist that they listen. You, you always have. They're always listening to. Elsie, what do you got? I go to the coffee house jazz. <laughs> it's I don't listen to songs with words. I make them listen. It's like I can send it to a link to everybody. It's like the fall October coffee house jazz. It's no words, just nice music. That's good. That's good. Cassidy. Oh, um, I typically there's this playlist that's called like songs you sing in the shower. Um, and I personally really like that playlist on Spotify because every once in a while I'll have a group of boys that will like belt out the, you know, <laughs> yeah. they'll like rickroll you in the middle of class. <laughs> so good. Sarah. Um, basically Taylor Swift, just anything, but I must say I'm a new Taylor Swift fan since she came out with red taylor's version so if you ask my students it's definitely taylor swift but i love to throw a good encanto in there nowadays you missed it on virtual coffee earlier today um love a good encanto there's also some horticulture lessons in there just throwing it out there you should listen to it what else can i do great horticulture lesson <laughs> um I played the Encanto soundtrack playlist in my class and a lot of a lot of kids were vibing said it was fire and one kid came up to me at the end of class and was like just so you know this playlist is trash and walked out and I was like Kevin buddy that that hit me real deep that hit me real deep um I I like to do a little bit of everything. I like to survey students. There's one song that I like to play and it's an old song. It's called Be My Baby by the Ronettes. And I have new students last week. And one kid was like, is this Be My Baby by the Ronettes? And I was like, "We did we just become best friends? We did, didn't we? Because no one else knows it except, except my new buddies. So that's one that I like to throw into like, we're listening to more popular songs. And then I throw that one in. So. Alrighty, we are going to wrap up and I have one last question for y'all and I know you might not be able to answer in full because um, we have some sneaky stuff going on. I'm not Slytherin. I now I can't even say sneaky because I feel like I'm just going to be put in that house forever. This is all right. So we have some things going on that are behind the scenes. And so you might not be able to say everything, but <laughs> I want to know what you are most excited for coming up in this next year. So Cassidy, give us what you're excited about. 
Oh, I feel like this is such a tricky question because like, mm, I don't want to give any spoilers, you know, but let's just say that some of the best things that you've seen from Germinate, they're going to make, they're going to make a comeback and they're going to come back for those people that really, really need those things. Like, let's say you need to know all about transitioning to a new program. We're going to have something just for you. Or let's say you're just now learning, you're, you just figured out you're teaching intro to ag for the very first time. We've got something coming your way. And I'm super excited for it because we've got some of the best of the best minds working on this project. Laura, what are you excited for with G&G &G in this next year? I'm excited for there hopefully to one day not be a supply chain shortage issue. <laughs> so that we can get the swag back uh i've got some like good ideas of stuff and i've even communicated with people about them and then they're like yo all the stuff we want is on boats and we can't get them to you so one day friends soon you will have some sick g and g swag and i will also be surveying the graham to get some ideas of what you would like. Even though I know I have some good ideas, I know y'all have better ideas, so get pumped. I taught my husband's friend a new term that's called drippy. So if your outfit's real nice, it's like drippy. Um, the swag is gonna be drippy. It's gonna be real drippy. <laughs> Sarah, what are you excited about in this next year? I feel like I'm the only one who can actually talk about the thing because it's happening right now, right now, friends. Um, so if you could ask Siri literally anything about ag, being an ag teacher, what we were saying, like, hey, Siri, how do you write an American degree? She's listening to me. Um, hey, how do you... Um, how do you get kids to get more involved? How do you get middle schoolers to like to be engaged? All those kind of things are answers that the internet cannot provide you yet, my friends, yet. So a long time ago, I feel like it's been almost, I don't know, it's been like close to a year. And then we ironed out the details um, over the past couple months. We're creating a specialist roster. So if you've been around G&G, &G, you hear us say all the time that you are a specialist, whether you are a student teacher right now. I think about Chloe, our intern. She wasn't even a student teacher yet. And she was teaching us stuff left and right when she was interning with us. I mean, there's still stuff we do. And Chloe hasn't been an intern for six months that Chloe did. Um, so we are true believers that regardless of your experience, um, you could be a specialist. I have a kid right now who is a specialist in dairy judging and he he's a freshman because he's literally incredible, right? So we want an opportunity for us to connect, getting back to that connection, experts, specialists in certain areas with you. So if you're sitting at your desk and you're like, oh man, I have to coach this team. I don't, I don't know how to coach this team. You can go to the Green and Growing website and get connected with a specialist ag teacher who is on fire for that contest 
and is just waiting for you to ask that question. They'll also be providing takeaway documents. And this is going to be completely on the website for anybody to use because we truly, truly believe that you are a specialist in something. And that probably also means you're not a specialist in other things, but we don't want you to suffer alone. We want you to be able to find those people who are out there who can help you. And it doesn't have to be the person who's right next to you. It doesn't even have to be somebody from your own state who can help you find the answers that you need for certain things. So I'm so excited about the specialist roster because I feel like it's going to be a great way for people to connect and really elevate themselves. Um, whether they're a specialist teacher or not. So if you are interested in um, the application to become a specialist teacher, we are so excited for you. Um, there is a form and you can find it on our website. You can't find it. You can find it in our links and you can find it on um, emails if you're on the email list and we'll have it on Instagram for you. I'll make sure it's in the links on our Instagram bio. Um, that's going to close on the 18th of February. So if you're listening to this in real time, we're doing a short, small, small little launch of that. So can't wait to welcome you to the team. I mean, it's kind of, we're like adding more people to the team to be a part of what we do on a daily basis. Um, and, you know, putting those, putting more people into the G&G, like teaching world for year round, instead of just at Germany and being able to help teachers when they need it is something that G&G hasn't done yet and it's happening in 2022. So exciting. Um, and the last thing, I don't quite know how to talk about it without ruining the surprise, but what I will say is that this fall you will have an opportunity to engage in uh, it'll be a growth opportunity for you. So um, it's something that you can engage in that'll be somewhat, or it'll be year round. Um, and so be on the lookout after summer germinate for something new and exciting. Um, so you can connect and can grow all year round and you don't necessarily have to wait for germinate or things like that. So I have loved spending some time with the green and growing team tonight and being able to just celebrate making a hundred or recording a hundred podcast episodes. Um, and we can't wait to do a hundred more.